I know it's been a while. This week, catch up with the guys as we talk about getting married, heading out on the road with Alan Stone, and much, much more on this week's episode of Good Enough. That wins. Good, good, good enough. Are you good, good, good enough? Will you be good with good enough? We are good enough. Becoming good, good, good enough. Are you good, good, good enough? Are you good with good enough? We are good enough. We are good enough. Good enough. What's going on, guys? And welcome to another episode of Good Enough. It has been a while. And as always, I'm joined by my two good friends, Brian Charles Johnson, Michael Kasparov. Uh, Guys, how you doing? Good, good. Man, great. It's been a while. Ooh, it has been a while, and there's some good reason for that, and I do want to do when I get into talking about that, but um, you guys, I, I think the podcast, you know, when I started talking about doing the podcast and we kind of got really excited about it, I think the three of us got excited, but I didn't know if anybody else would really care, and I've been very, I've been pleasantly surprised with the people who have checked it out, just kind of letting us know, giving us a little bit of love and kind of encouraging us to keep going. Even, even the theme song, even my singing in the theme song, they were okay (laughs) with it somehow. But, uh, what, what have you guys, what have you guys felt about, uh, going back and listening to some of the episodes? Uh, I haven't listened to the episodes in a while, to be honest with you, but, uh, I, I, I actually, it's funny because anytime you create something, you judge it most harshly as soon as you're finished creating it or closer to the end product. And then as time goes by, it's like you make it like, you're like, ah, that was me before. Like you, you almost like dissociate yourself from it. So you're almost like, I don't know if you were like, doesn't bother you as much or you're more proud of it. I, I really can't tell what it is, but you, <laughs> you know, it feels different than when you first release it. Right. That pressure is kind of gone with it. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think, you know, once we got going, we realized it was basically just, us all talking to each other and having a conversation and kind of lessened the uh, daunting nature of it, you know, over over the course of, of doing it. But um, obviously, life kind of we we all hit a hit a wall and uh, needed to take a, a little bit of a break. Um, but here we are now, and it's going to be beautiful now that we've reassessed. And a lot of yeah. things have happened. A lot of things. Yeah, there's been a there's been a lot of life events. I I for one <laughs> yeah. think when we first the the very first episode that went out, I must have checked Anchor every five yeah. to ten minutes to see is this <laughs> right. episode taken off? Are people listening to it? What are people doing? And then I was like, you cannot do that to yourself. And and it wasn't until right. I had a few people say, hey, I, I checked out the podcast. I'm really enjoying it so far. It just is so conversational. It's so easy going. It's so easy to listen to. And the conversations have been great that I kind of said, ah, I'm not going to worry about it anymore. I'm just going to put it out. And then whoever listens to it, listens to it. And, um, but I, I, it's, it's funny how the podcast about imposter syndrome gives you imposter syndrome about releasing a <laughs> podcast. And I did check for a while. Uh, now I just kind of let it go. And I'm, I'm pleasantly surprised that people are still listening to it and enjoying it. So I think it's, I think it's great. Um, but I think a lot of people probably have some questions as to why there was this huge six month delay. So I did yeah. want to get into, get into all of the things that have happened in our lives and kind of why we had to put the podcast on pause and then 
talk a little bit about our plan going forward for how we're going to start to kind of get things back on track here. Um, so let's start off, uh, Mike, you and I, <laughs> you and I in, in typical us fashion, best friend, best friend uh, fashion, yeah. best friend fashion, get married one week apart from each other <laughs> in, in September. Um, yeah. and, uh, that I know, I know for, uh, you know, listen, I, um, we had an absolute blast, but it has been nonstop wedding season oh since God. our wedding in September. BJ, I know you had a bunch of weddings. Dude, too. I had three yeah. in three and four weeks. I was in in three weddings, officiated the last one. Man, it was uh yeah, it was you, it was a whirlwind. Beach, are you ordained through the Universal Life Church, or you just went and you did better, it? You better believe are, I am. You got the cards? <laughs> yeah, nice. I, paid, I paid like $35 for that service. Thank you. you I never paid no, for it. No, it's the biggest scam in the world. Like, I, I thought at least they would at least ask me like 10 questions that you had to answer correctly, but there's literally no test. It just is go to the website, pay for this, and you are now ordained, my son. <laughs> It's the biggest I ever. I couldn't this, believe that. This is the caveat, though. They just need to know so how we, to like, but sign also, the here's, here's the here's the other thing. Like, yeah. No one ever checks that card. So why even do it? I don't so know. No one, no one asked you the, for that no, card. Not, to, no, you don't have to see it. All you have to do is you sign the, the paperwork as right? yeah, yeah the, as, the, as the as the marriage license, but you, they don't. Yeah, I mean, you just sign it. No one's like, uh, can I see your. Uh, accreditation, sir. You know, like <laughs> no one, no one. Can I see your, ever, uh, yeah. your? I mean, I've ID only card. done, I've only done like two, um, Adam Myers and 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 Brian Goldsmiths. So I mean, I've only done the two, but in those two, I've never had to uh, show show my identification. With well, the now, now we've just given church. people. An excuse yes. to just go out and try to officiate weddings without being ordained, and they're going to be like, I the mean, Good Enough Podcast it. told me we could. Yeah. Roll the dice. <laughs> did they yeah, actually get marriage licenses? Are you sure they're even married, or did this just like go yeah, off well, and just I mean, like I, nobody, they're just living I their lives? I definitely signed the two of them. I, I didn't read all the, the all of the fine print, so I guess <laughs> I, I don't know, but I assume yeah. that they, they handled their business, yeah, yeah on that side. Okay. So oh, it's, it, was, it was definitely wedding season, I think. You know, for for Alyssa and I, it's been a long time coming. Mike, you had a pretty long uh, engagement oh, yeah. as well, but um, I think with COVID, everyone was just terrified without the vaccine to have a wedding, to get people right. together, to have a big group uh, come together, and especially for us. And and I know Mike, you know, you and I talked about this quite a bit. When you have grandparents that are still alive, you have older people in the family. Trying to ask them to come together for a wedding is terrifying when the consequence of that could be this virus that we don't really know anything about. And so I think everybody pushed, pushed it off, pushed it off. Then vaccines finally come out and then it's summer, the cases are dropping and everyone's like, okay, now's the time to do it. And it just seemed like it just was packed. That, that whole season was just absolutely packed with weddings, but uh, well, I yeah, and I think they like opened the door to doing weddings on on different days, which yeah. was like I I found that yeah. was really cool to see that you can do a wedding on like a Friday or a Saturday, you know, like and, mm, yeah. and and leave it at that. And then you have most of the weekend, especially the Friday ones are like. I know some some people were pushing weddings onto Thursdays. They were Thursday, Thursday too, yeah. Weddings yeah. We got a, just to get we got a, a Wednesday. So yeah. So, yeah. To rewind back, when we first picked our date out, we were on, I believe, a Friday. And that's because they just didn't have a Saturday. 
And mm-hmm. so, the, listen, we're recording the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> She's chiming in. <laughs> well, get her in on so, the yeah. She can chime put, in. Yeah. Let's go. You're, now you're getting interviewed. Um, yeah. So when we first picked out our date, we had a Friday. F- the Friday ended up, we had to push it back because of COVID, because of everything that was going on. And they said, we'll call you with dates. We have plenty of dates. Well, they did not. And they did not call us back. And by the time they did, <laughs> the only dates that they had left, they were like, well, we're opening it up. We're doing, we have some Wednesdays and some Thursdays in September. And we were like, no, we're, we're not doing our wedding on Wednesday. No one's going to be able to come. So they, we waited, we waited. They said, we, we might have this one date opening up. It ended up that it opened up and we were able to take that Friday that we had, um, that we had our wedding. So on September 10th, that, but we did not know that for the longest time, we were just in this limbo where we didn't have dates. We were possibly going to have to do a Wednesday or a Thursday. And Alyssa's dad is very traditional and getting him to agree to do a Friday wedding was hard enough that when we called him and told him we might be doing a Wednesday or a Thursday wedding, he just about lost his damn mind. It was not good. And, Uh and, but you know, in, in these, in in these weird times and extenuating circumstances, we got to take, you got to take what you can get because it is an insane environment. Places were closing down. They were absorbing other people's business. It was, it was a mess, but, uh, I'm glad that we're, I'm glad that we're through it. And, uh, on the other side, Mike, what happened uh, here? I, I don't know. BJ, what? <laughs> Wait, did you do this? BJ, is, are we sitting on a bench? We're, we're yeah, now. What the hell is? <laughs> <laughs> I was all trying right. to change uh, my view so all three of us were on uh, my screen. And sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. And now we're on together. the Central Park. Are we? Is this in Central Park? I don't know what that. I don't know where that was, but it was nice while we had it. You know. I enjoyed anyway. it. Anyway. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Mike, oh, I don't know shit. where your camera went. Fine. Yeah. You mean I'm not on your screen? No. Mike, did you change to this thing? I didn't touch nothing. No, I changed it back to grid view. Wait, yeah, you're coming did up this? as like a blue. Oh, mine says together mode. Hold on. Grid view. Uh, oh, did I did this have to you guys? Oh, tra- uh, wait. Now BJ, now BJ is gone. Huh. Hold on. What's together mode? What is this? That's what I hit by accident to start this whole uh, crazy thing. Uh, and then I... Okay, uh, hold on. I'm going to go back to uh, grid view. Yep. Okay. And now BJ's gone. Is that... What? I'm on grid view. No. <laughs> I'm going to go to speaker view and then I'll... <laughs> I swear to God, it's switching. <laughs> when BJ goes on grid view, it takes Mike's camera out. I'm going to take you away. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Yours is on grid view? This is crazy. Damn it, oh my it? god it's been a while i don't know how to work any of this yeah, crap anymore should I, and back should I, like, on skype we're back? we're back on central in central park sitting on the steps oh no see like, we're not i'm you, not on the steps. that's what you see i don't see that i see grid view mike then you got to switch your grid view then it's in yours is in yeah, together how do i do that we're just on the top by your together top right oh, oh, grid view okay yeah. okay 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 we're back that's it we're back there we go yo <laughs> now you know how to mess Ugh. with the other people on the why, call. You just go to why, together. Holy <laughs> crap. Well, why the stone benches? 
Like why? I don't know. Thing? I was like, why are we like? Are, are there? I don't want to click it again. But are there other options? <laughs> I don't. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. I don't I'm know. not, not like, going to play with it well, now. Yeah, we can we'll, do this that after. could be another podcast. Here we yeah. Go. Oh, boy. <laughs> anyway, so you guys so, yeah, got back, hitched. So yeah, back to back to us getting married. Um, yeah. So yeah, Mike, how uh, how's married life? How you feeling? I feel great, actually. Um, most people say married life isn't that much different, but I don't know. It feels, it feels a little different. I feel like happier, I guess. Um, it's also nice because, I mean, it's interesting because once you get married, people are like, oh, when are you having kids, right? Where you spend your entire life as a male to like not have, you know, not get somebody pregnant before you get married kind of thing. And then you get married. It's like, okay, do the exact opposite of what you've been told to do your whole life. Right. (laughs) yeah so it's it's kind of an interesting it's kind of an interesting an interesting thing right but um no i mean married life is married life's great the the wedding was very up until it was very stressful glad it's done over with but um you know ready to like move on and move past that and you know kind of go from there right it's amazing Uh, how fast the wedding comes and goes though right like you spend all this time obsessing about every detail of this day and then the day comes and before you know it you blink and the day's over and you're sitting and you're talking to each other and you're like that's done like that's right well i mean for like a year or two it's consumed you yes you know like in every week there's been something you've had to do for this one day really i mean i guess a couple days include the dress uh rehearsal dinner and uh in the day, but yeah, I mean, it's crazy yeah. to like pack all that one to two years of work into one to two days. Yeah. Yeah. It felt, it felt insanely fast for us. Yeah. Um, but we, it's cool because things start to trickle in. So you get, you know, you get cards, you get things that you're going through, you're doing that, you're trying to like write thank you cards and do that kind of stuff. And then the pictures come and you get to go back through all your pictures and kind of click through and you right. live the day that way. And then yesterday we just got, our highlight video from the photographer and videographer. And I'm not kidding you. It, it goes through the entire day of us getting ready at the hotel and, and going to the barbershop and me doing the first look with Liz and then us going to the ceremony. It's, it's, it's really cool. Like to relive that whole day. Yeah, that's just, you can kind of, you know, go back and just close your eyes and, and think about that. And so that, that's, it's fun. Um, I, agree with you that it definitely feels different. And I don't know if it's just the, I guess the, the, the pressure of the wedding is off. And now you start to think about like, okay, next things, next steps that you're going to do. And you start thinking about like buying a house and having kids and you start having those conversations and it does, it does change things. And, and and, and it's a different stress too, right? It's like, this thing was like this like major planning thing for like a single singular date. Like everything else is kind of like, uh, are you ready to buy a house? Yeah. No. Are we ready to buy a house? Are you ready to have a kid? Yeah. I mean, Chelsea and I got a house before we got married, but, um, it was close enough to it. Right. Where it's, it's mm-hmm. all those things start to like fall in line and you're kind of like, you know, it's, it, it feels different. It's more like relaxed almost. It, it's kind of nice, you know, but, uh, the one thing, Unfortunately, we've had a hang up like, oh, we haven't had any, we haven't gotten any wedding photos until yesterday. We just got like 30 proofs 
Well, I saw yeah, so, I saw some post some photos. I think Chelsea posted yep, on Facebook. We yeah, just good. we got just like a first like sample look. We haven't our our photographer's been like super behind, so I don't know when we're going to get the rest of our pictures and stuff like that. But we're looking forward to seeing them because we're like, did we get any pictures? Are they gone? <laughs> right. <laughs> well, I I will say, uh, Mike, attending your wedding. So Mike, so for for BJ for everybody who's listening, Mike is Macedonian. Macedonians, they know how to party. Mike's <laughs> wedding was insane. I yeah. I was so beat. Our wedding week before, we had the whole week. We get some Mike's wedding. I'm like, I I sucked it all up. We did the pig dance. I went all out during that pig dance. <laughs> you killed it. You, you killed we, that pig right. dance, dude. I hit the tambourine so hard, my hand hurt for like. <laughs> three days after um so we 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 killed it through the pig dance we're macedonian dancing we're just dancing dancing and i remember it got to be about midnight and my body just started shutting down shut down and but it was so hard for me to leave because i'm sitting here going like oh i'm so tired and then i'm looking and your dad and your grandparents are just crushing it on the dance floor and so it's really hard for me to say, you know, I gotta go when your grandma is just like Still up killing on it, it out she's there. She's up on a table, she's got a yep. handkerchief, she's spinning it, and I'm like, all right, I guess we can't go. We can't do it. I gotta just um, suck it up and get out there. Yeah. The I had to pull my wife and my dad out of the hall at like two thirty in the morning. Oh my god. She was on the dance floor. <laughs> by herself at one point. I literally had the sprinter van in the front of the church hall. Wait, like, because I had to drive, because you know the whole situation. We, our limo service um, ditched out on us like three days before the wedding. So we rented, among other things. So we rented these sprinter vans, these like two white, like (laughs) like 12 passenger like vans. So I drove like myself back to the hotel room on my own wedding night, which didn't matter because I didn't, I think I had maybe one drink the entire Agreed. like day. Yeah. You know, I don't know how your I think your day was like that too. We were up yep. in your your uh the suite for your wedding. We were having a couple cocktails, but you didn't get to have any. You were downstairs taking pictures the whole time. So Yeah. Um but yeah, my dad, specifically my father and my wife and a couple of like few individuals 2:30. I had to get them like we had to try to try and get them out. And the DJ didn't want to stop either. I think the DJ was having just as much fun cuz he was on the dance floor half the time too. So <laughs> shout out to you Alex if anybody's looking for good DJ services. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, the uh between between fellowship and the wedding, I think my my intentions were that we were just going to keep rolling out and at least making one episode of the podcast a month. And then fellowship was a lot tougher to start than I initially anticipated. It just was like a, a flood of information um, mm-hmm. and trying to like get through that stuff. And then on top of it, board studying, had to take my boards in August and then had to plan for the wedding in September. And so those three things, I think, just kind of like burnt me out. And all of October, I was like, I just don't have the energy to even think about this. Yeah, yeah. And it really started hitting me right around November when you know, I was heading back for Thanksgiving. I was talking to people and people are like, what's going on with the podcast? Like, I kind of want to hear some new episodes. So it's, mm-hmm. I know it's been six months. It, to me, it feels like about a week and a half that we were 
doing this. Yeah. I, I, you know, yeah. I know we have it. We I, have an episode actually recorded <laughs> that we have to release. Um, but it doesn't oh, feel that long. Nice. At least, no, uh, I, it, you know, it doesn't, oh. but it also feels like it's been like a year since May, um, for me too. Like, well, you've the, in, done like, like so much stuff, a lot has of happened. Stuff. It's yeah. been a lot of, a lot of life changing events, uh, all in, all in a span of six months, but yeah, um. Which is good I mean, because we, I want to segue yeah. into that. I so this is kind of. Yeah, I was gonna say, give us a short and this skinny. This was like the the impetus to us shutting down for a little bit, which ended up being a lot of it um, after not too long. But uh, so I moved back with uh, Stephanie. We we both were able to to uh, say thank you to my parents and move into an apartment of our own back in New York City. <laughs> Which um, after eleven months at home, we were we were thankful for our time there, but uh, it was time to saddle on up and get on out of there. Uh, so we got, but we got this amazing apartment that we're, that I'm in currently right now. Um, I was doing like a Blues Brothers show that was like pretty good until it was poorly uh, mismanaged by the owner of the the place, and I won't d- dive too too deeply into that. But the cast and, and band were amazing show was a lot of fun and then all of a sudden we couldn't do the show anymore so that was a little sour note then that led into about uh wedding season in Mm -hmm. september uh starting with labor day weekend we had schmitz's then yours then brian goldsmith's uh shout out to all y'all wonderful grooms and and your 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 beautiful wives um (laughs) (laughs) but being in three uh separate weddings that were all upstate or traveling for all of them um was a bit bit tough i was like okay by the time we got to goldsmiths which was the last one i was like i am done with weddings until my own (laughs) (laughs) until whatever whatever we're able to do whatever we end up doing as far as that goes that will be the next one i attend it's got to be very encouraging hearing us talking about how stressful the wedding was and yeah yeah yeah, no exactly i mean you know we're 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 figuring out we've been doing Wedding bands, uh, uh, she, her, her band gets hired to do two weddings, and sometimes they bring me along uh, to, to sing with them. So we've done. I a thought couple. you were talking about wedding bands, like like your shopping. Oh, not for, like no, 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 bands. no, 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 no. She's got her one, you know, her one band so far, and then we'll work for the other ones later mm-hmm. on. Um, but the no, like wedding band gigs, uh, yeah. performing at 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 weddings, which. After the four, after the three weddings that we were in, then we had two in a row after that of performing at two other ones. So, really, I guess I went in six weekends. I went to five weddings, um, which Whoa. was intense. But it's much better to get paid to sing at one right. than, you know, than, yeah. than not. One of them's more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but the the last one we were at, um, uh, it was up upstate, a couple hours, and uh, it, Roger Goodell was there, and that um. was. That was bizarre. I was like, looked at I was like, oh my God, like that's amazing. Did you boo him? No, I wanted to, but you know, I didn't know if it was my place or not. And right. it probably well, wasn't. So. Boo, you're on the mic. Yeah, like, boo. Yeah. Well, um, no, so then so that's what crazy. And then and then November hit, and this was like we've been planning this since January. Um, but the original cast of Spring Awakening, we all uh planned uh well really lauren pritchard and jonathan groff planned uh this whole reunion for 15 years um 15 year reunion which is crazy uh and we got everyone whole original cast whole original band original creative team um 
all together for for like one full week. We had like rehearsals and then we did one performance uh, that was a fundraising event for the Actors Fund. And it was like absolutely um, one of the greatest nights that we've all had, I think, in a long time um, or ever. Because it was just to see everyone again. I mean, that just that hasn't happened in like over 15 years that we've all, you know, we've seen seen each other here and there. A couple people have seen a couple people, but to have like the whole group back together again was like super. Like I can't I can't explain how how special it it really was. Um, and that was kind of sad when when it was over. I was like, oh, now we're you know we don't get to see each other again. But yeah. they're doing a um they they filmed a, a documentary for HBO. Uh, that will be coming out sometime in the spring to go with Spring Awakening. Um, so there's a theme there, I'm sure. Uh, but that, that'll be good. Uh, that, that, should, that should be really fun to kind of look on um, after the fact. And then now... Well, before, you said something to me that I thought was really yeah. interesting when we talked last. And I think it was like, you, you know, you had, all of you were kind of thrust into Spring Awakening when you were very young. You had a yeah. lot of success right away were just kind of like wrote and we talked about that a lot on a couple of the episodes of the podcast this like feeling success at first and then having to kind of like back out of it a little bit and then work yeah. in the reverse direction and and you said I don't know if you remember saying this but you were like you know getting back into it and doing it again it was like this this like reaffirmation that like I could do it like I still oh got yeah, it. yeah. Like how did sure. that? How did? And that's gotta be. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. gotta be. I mean, cool it was itself. it was its own organic. Th- I mean, it, it it kind of could be explained with my conversation with the music director because I before we got into rehearsals, I was just like you know in my own head about wherever or whatever I think I can sing like still or what if I thought I was better before or I could sing like my falsetto was a lot stronger back in the day. So like I had some concerns about like a couple, it's not even a ton of parts that I have like this, but there's a few. Um, and so I just kind of expressed my like, Hey, so it's been 15 years since I've, I've sang these parts. Um, <laughs> and my falsetto ain't what she used to be. Uh, would, you know, and I was like, could maybe I do if I swap parts with someone else sing a, a thing, you know, whatever. And she was like, yeah, you know, you can, um, you know, we'll figure out what, what'll be easiest for you, but I think you can do it. And just, and she like really just like didn't take no for it. <laughs> so like kind of like, you off. It was like, yeah, yeah well, it was, you, but you like, you know, in, in like a loving supportive way though, you know what I mean? Like it, it was like, no, I think you're just kind of in your head about, and you know, it was, you're just totally right. And then flash forward to the, after the performance is over, like we all got on this bus to like go to the, um, the little, private after party we had and she turned to me and she was like brian I, you didn't even have to change anything in the show at all did you and i was like no i did not no i did not and she's like yeah yeah you know believe in yourself more i was like uh, okay you know she <laughs> she work in progress but uh yeah you know it's trying trying to trying to feel yeah more well more it's gotta like be my, tough for you yeah. to be COVID happens, you're removed from New York, you're not really like auditioning and doing those things. And so there really is no feedback. I mean, I think right. you know that you could do it and you have all of us that can tell you that you're super talented and that you can do it. And I'm sure Stephanie tells you that all the time. And But it doesn't, it's not quite the same as actually having somebody well, else have to hear you. Nothing, and, nothing yeah. anyone else says ever trumps what you think. Right. Yeah should right. be said you know what i mean it's really hard to 
to have that that voice in your head that like for whatever reason just can't like just latch on and indulge in the good you know kind of like somehow has some sort of uh i don't know just like find a way going to on in your head it. where it's just not like you don't yeah. I, maybe something's happened to you like over and over before and like you don't believe it until you see you know it's that kind of mentality for me sometimes or like other people may be further along than i think i become right sure. now so then there's that insecurity that kind of you know lends itself to to that that stupid voice in your head you know um right. but it's definitely like i i feel better and I mean, I mean being able to be working on stuff again obviously helps um with that but i've been trying to just kind of like recognize when that's happening and like not necessarily be able to like just so i don't want to switch like a light you know like i just trying to figure out like navigate the ways to like maybe thwart that a little more you know it's not that it's not going to be there did you have conversations with any of the other cast members did anybody else express that same kind of concern or yeah i mean do you talk about that publicly yeah we all i mean every every single one of us i think had our own um bits of anxiety like i don't think anyone just strutted into that room like a peacock you know what i mean like i think everyone like whether it be because some you know they haven't talked to someone in forever nervous about that they you know i think i don't think I think some people were more confident with what they were bringing to the table as far as like their singing and whatever. But like, that doesn't mean that they weren't plagued with like a different type right. of anxiety about right. just being in that room again or being with uh, working with someone again that they haven't worked with in a long time or they haven't spoken to for whatever reason. You know, there were just like a million things that I feel like everyone had kind of conjured up. Uh, before we got into the room together. And then once we got in the room together, like all of that just like subsided. You know, or or naturally found a path to like working itself out. Right. You know, whether it, like most of the stuff that that needed to be talked about, it took like two seconds. It was like, oh, hey, actually, like you know, we're cool and we like each other. You know, it's like every, everyone just kind of went back to what it felt like like fifteen years ago. You know, before we knew everyone. Um, I mean, three of the <laughs> three of the the women in the cast like have now had children. You know, they're, they're, wow. they have their own babies and Johnny B. Wright uh, is the only guy holding it down right now as far as uh, offspring go. Um, mm. But uh, he just had a had a baby in October, I think. So so then four people have kids now. Like yeah. that's that's a huge difference. And I think the whole cast has been looking at relooking at the show like and, and seeing how much has changed sure. since that or like how our minds see the text. Or, right, or see right. the material like it's it's really different to like to to assess it now or to to go through it now at this age after all the experience that we've been through in just life for 15 years of what now that brings to this show because we all were doing it together again you know like right. we weren't kids anymore but we're still playing kids and and it was amazing to see how much everyone has changed but also how much everyone has stayed the same within that change you know what I mean that's cool. Yeah, it was really, really, really cool experience. Wow. Well, speaking of kind of having to step out of that comfort zone and kind of putting yourself out there and then getting an opportunity for it, uh, one of the reasons why we're recording this episode is because you were about to you were about to head out 
on a little bit of yeah. a tour. And yeah. uh, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about this tour. As yeah, they, this as tour. they call them. Um, cool. So uh, Stephanie and I have been uh, lucky enough to um, befriend an amazing singer and songwriter, musician, uh, Alan Stone. And he is doing a tour right now um, called the Apart Tour that goes with his Apart album. That's all like stripped down um, versions of, of his, his songs, like from the last album and a couple albums before that. It's just kind of a mix of, of, of his older songs, um, but completely stripped down without a band. And so that's what the tour is like, um, where it's just him on guitar or piano. And then he has graciously asked Stephanie and myself to back him up on vocals. Um, so we had been out in New Haven, Connecticut rehearsing. Uh, and then we hit a little bit of a snag, a little hiccup, um, where we were getting tested because our first show was in, was to be in Toronto on December 2nd. And we got our test results back and everyone was negative. And then I got mine back and it came back positive. So that kind of crushed us a little bit. Um, so we didn't get, we didn't get to start out the tour. We had to immediately go. We, thankfully, we were close enough that we could get back to our apartment here in New York City. Um, but we got back here and we've been on a 10-day quarantine. And we are hoping that everything goes well for us to be back for the first day of New York shows, which is December 10th. So fingers crossed for that. It's a real bummer. Um, you know, it was... So crazy <laughs> finding that out just like crushed me um, yeah. for sure. But uh, you know, a lot of they've, they've, everyone's been super supportive and understanding, and um, you know, kind of if if this had to happen type of thing, this was about the best uh, situation that it could have. Like you know, we could have been stranded on the road somewhere if it happened right. mid tours. You know, there, there are a million other other things that could have happened. So you know, I'm choosing choosing to stay uh you know i don't want to be more positive but you know you, you get what i mean yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so december 10th will be the first show you'll, yeah you'll so that should be yeah them. we have that that uh we you know it's pending uh we just have to go in and get a, a quick turnaround um pcr test in the morning on the 10th because we're last day of quarantine is the 9th so we'll get up early go get a pcr test and then hopefully those come back negative with no problem and um as soon as we get that negative thing like we're reinstated so um that's why we're trying to do it early enough so that we can at least like get in a little rehearsal with al because the one the 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 day that i found out and you know all this craziness happened was basically supposed to be the last rehearsal day um mm -hmm. with al of just basically walking through the fluidity of the show like how it's going to flow and you know, so we had done all the meat and potatoes of the like rehearsal process, which is good. So at right. least we we feel comfortable there. But still, you know, we don't want to just like the first time back being on stage in front of people. So. Sure. So that's got to so hopefully be, all that goes well. Yeah, that's got to be a little mm -hmm. bit more of a of a nice affirmation, too. I mean, you're away for so long and, and I I don't know if we've ever talked about exactly how you met him. But that's also kind of a story yeah, in itself. 
Yeah. Um, I mean, I can give you the little, a little abridged version of it, uh, but basically 2019. Uh, so, I mean, it, Alan Stone is one of Steph's favorite musicians and she introduced him to me and I've loved him ever since too. So she got us tickets to, he was doing a karaoke, uh, hosting karaoke parties, like as like a mini tour or like a pre tour to promote his album that was coming out that then he would tour, uh, d- doing the album and the songs for, for that. But, um, but he did a pre tour tour karaoke tour um, with his best friend from childhood, Julian, uh, who Stephanie worked with briefly. They became friends and like never really lost contact. Um, she, we met Julian before the show. He was like taking the requests and he took Steph's song down. And then he was like, do you sing? And I was like, nah, you know, he was like, all right, put a song down. And I put down, this is how we do it. And, um, <laughs> of course, it's, it's literally the only song I do at karaoke that or, or no diggity. Um, but it had to be on the list. So we went with this is how we do it. So we're in there and it's at, um, this place called the McKittrick hotel, which is like a really cool, um, uh, space, like intimate, but also kind of very like old school vibey bar. Um, and we're having a great time. Everyone's popping up singing and Al singing with them on stage and it's cool. And then all of a sudden, like my name came up on the thing, and I was like, "Oh my God, Steph, the song, the song we do, like, I'm gonna do it." She's like, "Oh my God, I'll tape you," and she like had it ready to, to go. And they called me up, and then Julian saw it was me, and he was like, "Oh man, well where's Stephanie?" So the video we have is like, that, and then she drops the phone down and turns it off and comes up on stage. <laughs> so, oh, so you didn't. So get the it? video is like, here, no, we didn't, we didn't get it. Um, oh. So like, we get <laughs> right, right. And, uh, but we, but so she comes up and we were singing and she's, um, Al goes, are you ready to start it? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I think so. And then I just started with, this is how we do. And he just like dropped, he just like dropped it. It was like, uh, oh, okay. <laughs> and, and then I think he was just like, I don't even know if he sang that much with us or he was right. just like vibing along the yeah. side. And we end up doing the whole song. We get to the rap part and it like, it really felt like as close as I'm going to get to that eight mile moment where, you know, that like everybody in the three, one, three, you know, when the whole crowd's like right. coming at them. Uh, so, so that happened. Then, you know, the, everyone lost their minds. It was cool. We, they finished the night and then Julian like introduced us and I was just like, who are you? What, where did you guys come? What, who are, what's going on? You guys have phone numbers, right? And I'm like, yeah, here's his, you know, took my phone, he put his number in and then like, that was it. I, te- I, I, I texted him and I thought I texted him too soon. I thought I was, I, I never heard anything back for a while. So I went through like that swingers mentality where I was right. like, ah, and did it too I soon. It was too yep. soon. Should have waited yeah. two days. But then like, you know, two weeks later he reached out to Steph. I guess he never got my text cause he was like, Oh, I guess Brian never texted me back. What a dick or something. Meanwhile, <laughs> <laughs> I had, so I don't know where that happened. But uh, um, he slid into to Steph's DMs and was just like, "Hey, uh, I'm I'm gonna be uh, singing on the Today Show in New York um, in like a week or two. Will you guys? Would you guys be interested in being my background vocalists?" And of course, we like lost our minds, and um, we ended up doing like two Vivo videos with him. Uh, and doing the Today Show and the Vivo videos are essentially like that is what the tour is. Um, oh, cool. If you just like if you YouTube like Alan Stone gave you blue or 
Brown Eyed Lover, it'll pop up at the Vivo sessions for the two of those. And that is, that's the tour. It's him, him on guitar or, or piano. And then the two of us backing him up on, on vocals from this apart album. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's crazy. So then that happened and that was cool too. And like, yeah. well, that we thought that was it. Like, and we, we had kept in touch and stuff like that. But then all of a sudden, like, I don't know, I, I, I was listening to one of his albums and I kind of just like sent him a test. I was like, you're, it just put me in a good mood. You know, I was like, man, every time I like listen to your voice, like there, there's, there's just this, like, I don't know, just always makes me a little more uplifted and a little, little more positive. And, and he was like, Hey, Oh, thanks, man. You know, like, thank you. But he's like, funny, you should text me. Um, I'm actually, uh, I'm doing a tour in December for a few months. And I was wondering if you and Steph would, uh, would want to, back me up for the tour and you know and that's kind of that i mean that's just basically how this whole thing came to be but we were we were waiting for like two months to get like the official verbiage and uh <laughs> you know all the right. the details discussed but uh after that finally did that day did come and uh i'm happy to report we will be on this tour um come end of next week is the is the plan negative now, PCR but, uh, yeah had a little bump, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Had a little bump in the road, and uh, although he just um, he he just posted a video today that doesn't have COVID, thank God. But that was my first thought. My heart sank <laughs> for a minute, but no, he doesn't. <laughs> he he just, but he did have to postpone his show in Philly and, and Boston because um, his he just kind of lost his voice because he had a little cold, mm -hmm. just a cold, because he's been tested every day, so he knows it's not COVID. Just a cold. Um, yeah, yeah, just just a cold, a good old fashioned cold. Uh, so he's taking a few days off, which actually they're they're making up two of those shows in January. So now we end up only having to have missed three shows, I think, total. So nice. It's getting a little bit better than it could have been. So well, I will say I did not know Alan Stone before you had had that kind of encounter, and you had messaged, and you were like, "I got the weirdest story." like about like what happened yeah. and I'm about to be on the today show and all this stuff. Yeah. And I was like, with who, like, who is this person? And you, you right. sent me the name and I, and the first time, like I heard his voice, I was just, I, I, I was just blown away. Like the guy is just uber, uber, uber talented and unreal. Yeah. Unreal. You know, the, the fact that you got to sing with him on the today show, I was like, Oh, that's so cool. And right. I really was like, I don't know what's going to happen with that. But, um, and then, you know, we started, you, you talked to me about his podcast. I started listening yeah, to his podcast right. and kind of following that along. And then to hear and have it come full circle and have you guys go on tour is insane. <laughs> it's incredible. It's, yeah. and I think it's I just know. a testament to the fact that, like we said, even during those rough times and during that episode where we shot, where you were talking about, I don't know if I'm ever going to really get back to New York and am I going to be able to get back to doing what I was doing? And right. it's just, uh, I think it's just a, confirmation yeah it's of the, the, the reaffirmation of, of, yeah, for of sure you know, of that right and it's uh yeah i mean and it's also like affirmed to me like I've, i feel like i've always ended up or put myself in a place to where where these crazy things have happened you know i feel yeah. like this happened with even how i got spring awakening back mm -hmm. in the day which like i told that story on one of the first episodes um but like everything that's happened that shouldn't happen, like, but it does, you know what I mean? And then these moments like totally changed my perspective and, you know, 
that these things do still happen is uh, has helped a little bit in this darkness of these last couple years for sure. Well, I think that for anybody that's listening that looks at someone who's on Broadway or someone who has done backup vocals for somebody on the Today Show and thinks like that person's successful and they just it it's always just this upward trajectory and they're always right. constantly crushing yeah. it and that's just them and that's never going to be me. You know, rewind to just a few months ago well, yeah, when we were yeah. recording this last episode and you had no idea what was going to happen and the <laughs> doubt that was yeah. in your mind and that kind of yeah. like feeling. And you could have said, you know, I, I'm not going to go, I'm not going to move back to New York because that's just never going to like work out for me again. Or maybe, right. I, you know, maybe you start that self doubt starts right. to creep in and you start to believe it. Not so much that you, yeah. you know, think it, but now you start to actually buy into it. Um, right. and now all these cool opportunities and these things that you're yeah. doing, the spring awakening reunion show, yeah. and now going on tour would not have happened had you done that. And I think that right. that's kind of a, a general theme, I guess, in my life has always been that the things that I think about and I'm afraid of and a little bit like scared about and worried that I'm going to fail and then do anyway, going to medical school and leaving my profession and just kind of like doing that in midlife, yeah. those things end up in the, in the long run working out. But at the time, had you asked me if that was the right decision, totally. I couldn't have told you, I couldn't have told you that. And, yeah. um, I think, you know, we I, all feel like an imposter, no matter how talented we are, you're one of the most talented people that I, you know, know, and, and you still feel like that. And I think like, that's oh, totally, just, no, I mean, even like, I mean, Steph can attest, dude, I was a, I was a friggin' mess. I, yeah. I was a mess, like leading, like I was so excited for all this stuff that was, that was going to happen. But like, it also came with this pressure of like, holy shit, I got to do stuff again, you know, right. or like, do I still, can still I got still it. do this stuff? Yeah. yeah. Do I still got, you know, and like, and, and I did yeah. and I, and I do, and I, you know, I'm happy to report that is true but it's you know it was like this would be a much different it, podcast it, it, if you were like that, it didn't work yeah, out yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, it forever. uh yeah that no, music director oh, was man. booing me yeah. off the stage she was, she was like you could do it tells you no you yeah, can't I feel, I feel like that's yeah so it goes but it goes to that yeah like that's the humble story at that point i was just yeah well you just think that like everything only changed for you which is really weird way to think like you know once i got over that i was like oh wait like obviously no one is the same from 15 years ago. Everyone has their own stuff they're worried about. You know, we're all human and we're all, you know, once, once I like kind of deduced it and Steph maybe like, you know, smack some sense into me, not literally, but, uh, you know, you know, she was, she's, she's been my rock through this, but it was like, it, there was some, there was some rocky moments for sure. Like the week leading up to the spring awakening thing where I would just be like super on edge or like, right. Can't even, I was just like off somewhere else. Like, even though I was physically next to her and she was talking to me like i just didn't hear right didn't hear stuff because i was like in my mind i'm like oh i'm like can you sing that falsetto in spring awakening dude you can't you can't do it and it's, that's just like my <laughs> the back of my head would the you whole start time. singing but once, like while you're at home yeah well once no, well no but i i <laughs> <laughs> i mean can i you have do it? like Try it right now you know, i can't do it but i hate i hate singing in in apartments because i like i tend to like strain more because i feel obnoxious like you know, yeah, you when there's, you don't want to your, there's something with your, you're in your own house, you're fine, a little bit. Yeah. but it's, I do like, and so like yeah. that actually hurts me a little more to do that. So they have yeah. this thing called a, a belt box that, um, 
is is actually pretty great. And it's like it looks like a, it's a muzzle. Okay. It's like it looks a, like a it looks like a, a jock strap on your mouth. Like it's there's no there's no band that keeps it around, but it's like a it fits over your your mouth and nose. And it's like mine's just, just like a little velvet bit. thing. And it's got like it's got like sound recording isolating or sound isolators in the makeup of this like cup thing. But it definitely looks like a cup from like you know baseball days. Um, but it works where it just traps the sound <laughs> in and it kind of eats the sound. So I, I sing loudly. So like it really helps muffle the, the sound coming out of it, but I can still hear it and feel, um, yeah. And I, and I can warm up with that that way without having to like restrict the, cause that, that's the worst. Right. Like, and it's something I can't really control cause I just like feel weird about other people that are in my, um, you know, apartment complex listening to, to me going off. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think that that story is the definition. But of yeah. But that's it. Yeah. That's, that's syndrome, totally. Right. It's literally yeah, you. As, as recently as three weeks ago. That was, yeah. uh, yeah. Yeah. And then once, you know, once I had the first rehearsal with everyone, boom, that never, you know, it didn't hit me again, you know, and right. thankfully, but like even, even leading up to Alan Stone stuff, cause he's such a good singer that it's yeah. like, you know, to justify yourself being on the stage with it is a very tall order, you know, because, sure. you know, yeah. it's, but but it it happened again. We did the first rehearsal and boom, it was just, you know, it just takes getting that day one over with and then I'm fine. But it's like what leading I, up day one has become my worst. Like, I don't know. You just start churning. Right. Yeah. It sounds, seems like there's a lot of internal dialogue that you just like, right. there's a lot of opportunity for you to psych yourself out beforehand. Oh, that's exactly. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I'd love to hear. You know, eventually, I'd hope. I hope that maybe we can chat with Al, and because yeah, I'd love to I hear from him his thoughts on this. Because yeah. he's somebody who you hear his voice, and you're just like, "Poof!" Like this dude is just yeah. so uber yeah. talented. Yep. I'd love to hear if he has a little bit of that, even. Sure. And you just kind of like you start comparing yourself to other people, then it's like. That, mm-hmm. that that could be potentially he feels right. are better than him. And you just you just keep going right. up that chain and it doesn't matter how high you get, you always yeah. look to somebody like else. What you as do being, or what you, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So um I'm I'm glad that we had the chance to kind of catch up. I did want to briefly say that I think, you know, going forward the three of us have chatted and we're going to do our best to really kind of get on. And even if it is just once a month twice a month whenever we can kind of fit it in to get people on and interview them because we have a lot of people in the pipeline who we think would be great guests to come on and kind of chat about their own experiences with imposter syndrome and how they felt. And and I, I do want to get back to that. I really love the fact that we had such a great reaction. Um, but going forward, we're going to, we're going to do our best to try to be more regular with the episodes of the podcast. We've also kind of chatted about doing some smaller episodes, breaking off if we can't get the three of us together to at least just keep content coming, keep these dialogues going and keep these conversations going with people because I think it's really important to hear from other people just that kind of vulnerability and that that, that everyone's feeling this, everybody's going through it. And uh, it takes a little bit of the pressure off of yourself, I think, in the long run to just hear kind of what everybody else is going through. So I'm glad that we were able to get back on and at least kind of get this going again. Um, We want to keep this one short. I know BJ's got to rest up before he heads out on tour. Mike Mm. probably has some husbandly duties that he's got to do. Um, (laughs) 
don't don't shake your head like you don't. We know you do. <laughs> Dude, they they all got done this morning. Why do you think I couldn't do the podcast any earlier? Wow, no. nice mind. Kelsey's oh, working tonight. Go. I'm getting okay. on with the boys. What's what's yeah. so, so what's <laughs> what's on the agenda? The what's on the agenda for after we get done with the podcast? What do you got planned? <laughs> oh, I'm gonna go down in the basement, boot up the gaming computer. I'm gonna play some Halo. Ooh, Halo. Halo. They Halo. just came out with a new one. Yep. Wow. Right. Yep. Did they really? Yep. Yeah, they did. Okay. And it's awesome. It's glorious. It's actually free to play. So if you have the Xbox or a nice. good gaming computer, you can play it. Oh, that's free sweet. to play. It's gotten intense. Yeah. The amount of um, screaming and name calling has escalated <laughs> to the highest level possible in the shortest amount of time. So it literally brought me back to being 20 again. <laughs> but, Halo, Halo always makes me think of being in a college dorm where you could do like the lands with all the rest of the people that were also in your dorm yeah. building. And so like it was always like the the groups of people that we were on the same floor with that we would play like in the athletic <laughs> get together like, right you just, yeah, and you'd, like you'd get yep. together and do it but uh that's cool See, man we well did... i'll let you we'll let you go and enjoy uh your halo i gotta go and finish up setting up this gigantic christmas tree that we yep. <laughs> that yeah yeah man behind us. that's good um but so glad that we were able to um all catch up and i look forward to some new episodes coming out soon of good enough. Yeah. We'll see awesome. you guys. We'll talk Absolutely. to you guys soon. It's good. All right. Do it. Bye, guys. If you enjoyed this episode, please head on over to Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you get your podcast and drop us a review. Also, if you want to stay up to date on all the upcoming guests and things that we're doing and things that we're planning, please head on over to Instagram and follow us at good enough underscore podcast. That's at good enough underscore podcast. We are good enough. Good enough.